Welcome to Courtside Moms. I'm Wendy Sparks. Thanks to everyone for tuning in and supporting my podcast. Without you, I wouldn't be able to do this. You know, I'm starting to get more and more comfortable with this new segment. It needs a name, though. So maybe I'll reach out to you all for some suggestions. Hmm, stay tuned. Before I rant, I just want everyone to know that I mean no disrespect to refs or players or anybody. But what the hell happened at game one with the Raptors in Philly? How many times, I mean, how many times do players have to roll on the ground holding their faces, ankles, knees, or whatever before a ref can say, wait a minute, I need to keep a closer eye? That's all we ask. Let me tell you, it was disheartening for me to see my son down holding his face again and not getting up. But in the meantime, the other nine players have got to move on with the play because the refs didn't see him get hit. It happened under the net as the players fought for rebounds. So does what they're supposed to be looking at. Uh, What else could they possibly be focusing on if not where the ball is at? I mean, it's just a question and I'm baffled. But again, no disrespect to refs, but... I I don't understand how half of the calls weren't called. But anyway, then to see Kim hold his jersey over his face while being guided out to get medical attention was the worst feeling ever. You know, that feeling of hopelessness as a mom is the worst, believe me. I looked over to see my little granddaughter who was horrified as she cried for her dada. Then I looked over to Fred's mom, who gave me that sympathetic, I hope he's okay look, as moms usually do. And then to the Raptors family tweets with everyone offering comfort. So thank you all for that. Leanne Viola said in her comments, are the refs blind? Kim was down and it's like they didn't even care. Blow the damn whistle when a man is down. Leanne, we all wish that was the truth but apparently the team needs to have possession of the ball in order for that to happen. Best believe that I feel the same way for any player. Popper said, this game is disgusting to watch. How terrible it has been called. It's sad. I truly believe that every team should get a fair chance. There's just no two ways about it. You know, your outpour of support is amazing. Even Philly moms were asking me about Kemp's condition. And then, hmm, you know, it used to bother me when people would say stupid comments on my post, but now I just feel sorry for those who need attention. They said things like, Toronto fans don't really watch basketball. Uh, What? Or your son has weak bones, or your son is 30, tell him to be a man. Anyway, poor fools, and I'll leave it at that. Raptors fans do watch basketball, and we love every second of it. So people out there need to stop talking for us and just stay in their lanes, attacking an organization and their fans that they know nothing about is utter nonsense and annoying. Let's just watch the game and enjoy. 
To see the continuation of the unnecessary body checks and shoves was ridiculous. Is this professional basketball now? I mean, is that what players have to resort to? Is that the only way to get rebounds now? Whatever happened to playing with the skill set that clearly got the players in the NBA along with integrity? If players need to be injured in order to move a team forward, then it's pretty sad in my opinion. I mean, come on now. Everybody wants to win. You know, my day started great as I was excited to drive to Philly. I fought through hours of traffic, but the goal was to support the team. I knew the odds wouldn't be fair as it was 20,000 of them to maybe hmm, 30 of us, but it didn't matter. I had to be there. Entering the Wells Fargo Arena and seeing their fans with their jerseys on from Iverson to Embiid to Maxi, and then fill up the concession stands and then flow to their seats brought me back to the Scotiabank Arena. That's what fans do. The energy in that arena was unreal. Their cheers shook the building. Then the game started. I remember Fred being called for a foul during what felt like the first few seconds of the game. And later on for me to see my son get hurt as soon as he came on was unreal. It seems like they took advantage of the home court advantage. I must admit, it was hard sitting there for a while watching our guys have to fight through the unnecessary. To see the frustration on the faces was uncomfortable. This is not about losing by 20, as someone foolishly put on my thread. It's about the injuries and unfair calls. I'm friends with a few Philly moms, and during the game, we were messaging, and we all show respect and support, and we reach out to each other if our kids do great or if they get hurt. The rivalry is there, but it's all in good fun. I mean, we all want our kids to win. Who doesn't? I've yet to come across a mom or a fan who is impartial. People often say that our boys get paid millions, so they should suck it up. How does that even make sense? Then, after such an exhausting game, I decided to stay in Philly overnight and booked an Airbnb. What shall I call it? Airb, because the other half of it was missing, let me tell you. It felt like we were in an abandoned building that someone just took over and threw a bed in it, took our money and ran away. There was no towels, no blankets, no nothing. So we had to call the guy and he came back and he eloquently came back with a big black garbage bag with two blankets, two towels that was sprayed with baby powder Febreze that stunk up the entire room for the night. I must admit my night was full of surprises. Then my fiance, who loves to look for the best in everyone, said, maybe that was the guy's first Airbnb experience. Bless his heart. Very funny experience. But the next morning, however, we met up with Kem and his family for brunch and everything went away. So all in all, our trip wasn't that bad. Also, I ran into Thad and OG as they came off the elevator, but I didn't want to be that groupie mom and run up to them. So, but they did nod when they saw me with Kem. So it made my trip extra special as well. Anyhow, I just needed a moment to reflect. 
And as I get back on the highway later and venture back home, I will pray for our boys' safety moving forward and hope that they can continue their series while wearing their invisible armor so they can safely play using their God-given talent. Thanks for your time, guys. Please follow Courtside Moms on Instagram, Twitter, and tune in to hear my interviews with amazing moms wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great Easter, everyone. Do it naturally. Oh, oh.